you know, he was looking for something to smash. And Beth said, smash anything else but that that's from your grandfather. Something like it's 100 years old. Something like that. Well, Spencer, when Alex is reading him the letters from Kara, he is holding what looks like the same decanter. So, saying that Spencer... Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Addison. Hello, Billy. Long time no talk. We we weren't together for one of the one of the episodes or lack of episodes. Yeah, I promised an episode last Thursday and we really dropped the ball on that. And I'd like maybe we should explain why right <laughs> off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> go for, go for it, Billy. Poor Sterling was or I guess I'll I'll go for it as I as I'm explaining why. Poor Sterling was under the weather. We were gonna kind of do a little recap, but we had to postpone that. But don't worry, Sterling is feeling better. At least that he that couldn't I talk. Of. Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't <laughs> minor talk, details, is, he could not talk. <laughs> I don't want to. I mean, he, he's a guy who will gut it out when he's a little under the weather. But like totally. the ability to talk for a podcast, <laughs> kind of pertinent. So like we just kind of had to push that grading Yellowstone season five episode back a little bit. But it's coming either on Thursday or we might just kick it to one Monday since now we're kind of in a. Um, a little bit of a break between episodes, new content for 1923 and Yellowstone. Yeah, 1923 isn't coming out till February 5th, right? That's right. That's okay. when we'll get the next episode there. And then, of course, Yellowstone, not until the summer. Ugh. Ugh. It's fine. I'm fine. Well, before we go into, I want to talk more about the 1923, the latest trailer that just came out. But before we get there, I will never forget our glorious trivia and affirmations by Billy Dukes. Uh, what was, remind me what the trivia question was last week. The short of it is how is Tate Dutton, uh, played by Breck and Merrill in Yellowstone, related to James Dutton, played by Tim McGraw in 1883? Like, name that relationship. And this goes back to the, the newly released um, Taste of Country version of the family tree. And you can kind of count up from there. And there were a number of correct answers. The answer is James Dutton is Tate Dutton's great, 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 great grandfather. Four greats. Okay. That one wasn't too confusing. No, it's not. And it really relies on the belief that John Dutton's father is the son of Jack Dutton, who is the younger young boy on 1923. I'll stop there because I just saw you kind of mm. do that thing where I can tell like the, the, like it's starting to hurt a little. <laughs> My eyes are starting to, yeah, starting to narrow just a little bit as I said, oh, yeah, that's easy. And then you went you went a little deeper and then I, yeah. So who, there, who won? <laughs> there's a natural relationship between the ferocity of Addison's nods <laughs> and how little she <laughs> understands the topic. Like if she's really leaning in and nodding, she's not getting you. Or she just hey. kind of gives you one nod. She's on board with that. At least I'm thorough. At least you can read me. You know, there could be worse mm -hmm. things. So we'll take it. And in this case, she almost hit her head on the microphone. But <laughs> congratulations to Robin, who was in first. And she knew the answer. Four greats and a grandfather. That means Robin. Today is your day, the day of Robin. This is going to be your day, your week. It might be cold. You might not be wanting to chase that dream that you've been kind of thinking about. 
Go buy yourself a lottery ticket, Robin. You may not hit the millions, but I think you're going to come away with some thousands, maybe a couple of hundred dollars, a little extra Robin cash. Don't tell anybody about it either. Spend it how you see fit because today is Robin's day when things are going to turn around for you in 2023. Get it, girl. Or I guess Robin gets a guy's name too. Get it, guy. (laughs) Philly, have you had anyone respond to your affirmations yet? No. No. One person. (laughs) One person did. One person did, I think. I I forget. It was several weeks ago. Um, But I haven't gotten like a a report back Back on on if like... If my affirmations actually led to great things. <laughs> <laughs> like if Robin's actually going to win millions <laughs> or thousands or hundreds, like you said, on a lottery ticket. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk 1923. The trailer that just came out. The biggest thing that I can summarize from it is that vengeance is wanting to be sought, which that, to be honest, I didn't pull that from the, I mean, I pulled that from the trailer, but I could have given you that from the last episode. Right. And to sort of bring you up to speed a little bit, we learn at the end of episode four of 1923 that there was a little bit of a time shift going on. Like Alex and Spencer were operating a few months ahead of what was happening on on the ranch. So now it's clear that life is continuing on the ranch, but also Alex and Spencer are returning back home. They... They book passage and find themselves the tiniest boat possible to Truly. sail the Atlantic and get to America. That leads to some problems, which we can talk about in a second. Meanwhile, it looks like uh, Jacob Dutton has survived and is recovering and he's going to make it. Did you kind of take away the same thing? I, I did as well. I pretty much I don't have any. There's no reason that I would think that he's going to die randomly at this point. No, he's up and moving about. He's outdoors and he's planning revenge and fighting with his wife. He seems to be kind of uh, back in it, as far as we can tell, which is good news and kind of what we predicted. Do you, you know what I kind of wish they had done? And this is kind of a, not a tangent off the trailer. It has to do with Spencer and Alex. But I almost wish that they had split 1923 up into two segments. Like one is talking about the ranch and everything that's happening there. And then another that's just about Spencer and Alex. I feel like they've tried to marry the two a lot, especially last episode. And I actually think I could have done two separate storylines. You mean like an app full different kind of series? Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it, it, you know, it's feel good. I like it. I mean, I I would have been down for that. I I would have loved to explore that Africa countryside a little bit Mm -hmm. more. Um, and kind of doing a little bit of research on Spencer uh, Dutton and the character that play, uh, the actor that plays him. Those were all, as I think we alluded to, filmed in Africa. They spent like two and a half months in Africa filming that. They had real lions on set with them, real elephants. And that scene where, um, I think it's at the very beginning of episode one of 1923, where Spencer shoots a lion and then they have to pull him out from under the lion. Mm-hmm. He revealed that like, it was a 200 pound stuffed lion that was on him. So it was very heavy, very realistic, but there were actual other lions on set kind of for the filming of that scene. Interesting. I wonder if he had to, I don't know if you like, not, not necessarily for the lion scene on top of him, but just being around the lions and stuff like that. If he had to kind of, you know how they do cowboy camp for the folks of Yellowstone, if he had to do, you know, animal interaction one-on-one. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's a good question. Um, 
You know, the scene I kind of wonder about is the elephant scene. Like there were Ugh. scenes of the elephant bearing down on that car as they're backing away. But those very well could have been shot separate from the action. But then there's the scene where the elephant's kicking the crap out of the car and they appear to be underneath it. Uh, that didn't look real to me, to be honest. Really? Oh, okay. Uh. Gosh, I was sucked in. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm just, I mean, I could easily be wrong. I just, when I watched it, I didn't think, oh my gosh, this is real life really happening. I just thought, well, oh, these are great special effects. Okay. <laughs> You're like, hashtag green screen, unimpressed, <laughs> move <it> along. <laughs> okay. I've seen better. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Fair enough. That, that, that article, by the way, was in USA Today. And I think it's really the only interview I've seen with actor Brendan Sklenar. Is that how we're saying his last name? That sounds good to me. What else says he? I mean, he is a, you know, fine thing to be watching, as I have admitted to. And it's always and I actually really like him and Alex both together in general. But what else has he played in? This is the first time I'm ever seeing him act, but that doesn't mean much. His his filmography doesn't appear to be all that deep. The best I could find is he was in a show called The Offer, which was on Paramount Plus earlier this year. And it was about the making of The Godfather. Uh, franchise Ooh, okay uh, he played burt reynolds like real life burt reynolds and i think the role was pretty small because burt reynolds isn't in the godfather um he was beat out by marlon brando for the the main role so kind of a small role in that um to answer your question not a lot this is by far and away his biggest and most famous high profile acting role uh, but great actor and, and certainly very good looking yeah yeah <laughs> twist my arm uh do you want me to speaking of spencer i have a little bit of a a hot take or an easter egg as taylor swift says can i can i share it yeah okay hit me yeah so so the scene in yellowstone i don't remember what episode it was where john was coming in and he was really upset beth was there in the room and he had this kind of swarovski i think that's how you pronounce it swarovski crystal decanter looking thing and you know he was looking for something to smash and beth said don't you know do smash anything else but that that's from your grandfather something like it's 100 years old something like that i don't actually remember the exact wording well something i noticed and then of course had to do stalking on my own thought and other people on reddit thought the same thing spencer when alex is reading him the letters from kara he is holding what looks like the same decanter so saying that spencer oh. mm-hmm, is john dutton's oh yeah i don't know how many great grandfathers but that was kind of the drawing of the lineage there what are your thoughts i'll mic drop and let you take that oh that is a sneaky little easter egg um right you know i like it i like it because of the timing of the two events. Like they kind of happened, like both episodes ran close to one another. Mm-hmm. And that was sort of like that line about a hundred years was kind of almost looking back a little shoehorned in there, maybe for the express purpose of tying us back to that scene with Spencer Dutton. That's what I'm saying. I'm on board there. Thank you. Um, S- Spencer is the great, great, uncle to john dutton or something like that or great uncle or or somewhere in there he's an uncle character because he's john's brother either way very very a fun little easter egg 
One other thing I want to point out with regards to the 1923 midseason trailer is that nature um, appears to continue to be a real issue. Uh, Tiona seems to come across a wolf mm-hmm. in her, her getaway. And then Spencer is firing at a shark who appears to be like just knocking the hell out of that little dinghy they're in. Reminded me of the movie Jaws. But yeah, like, which would that happen? That's an issue. Would that actually happen? I saw that as well, and I kind of thought, huh? Like, is that, would that really happen? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought this, I kind of thought that the same, but, you know, I'm going to give them, I'm going to let, I'm going to see the full scene and figure out why that happens. Maybe there is some reason why that actually happens, but in a clip, it did kind of look like a, a head tilter a little bit. Surely Alex doesn't die, right? Well, I, yeah, I mean, I don't, I mean, some people theorize that she might. I, I, really? I can't say surely, but uh, I don't. I hope she doesn't, because I love that character. But um, you know, it, it, I could certainly see that happening, and and that, how that would affect this storyline for the rest of this season. Interesting. I didn't know that some people thought that she might die. Hmm. I hope not. So, kind of from here, we wanted to do a Q and A as a way of sort of discussing a lot of things on both Yellowstone and 1923. And we have a little bit of a potpourri from here, but we got a lot of great questions and answers, some Apple reviews to get to, some YouTube comments, and they all kind of address different things. So we'll just start kind of start plucking them off and introducing our own theories and perspective on it um, as they come up. Yeah, we've got a lot of good Q&A today. And also really, I, I think everyone who sent in stuff that we're going to read today, everyone was pretty thorough, which... I appreciate the time that that takes. So thanks, y'all. The first one I have is from Barb, who says, just listen to your podcast, Breaking Down Episode 4 of 1923, and you brought up the question of whether Jacob and Kara had ever had any children. I have to believe that they did. In Elsa's early narration about Margaret writing to Jacob to come help with the ranch since James had died, she says that Margaret requested that Jacob come to the Yellowstone with his family. I don't feel like the letter would have been worded that way if there were only Jacob and Kara that she was referring to. This would be a great explanation of some of the extra headstones we've seen in the Yellowstone scenes with the names like Ned, Chance, and Bertha to name just a few. Bertha? <laughs> Bertha? <laughs> <The> lineage. <laughs> I saw Bertha. I'm like, Bertha? Bertha? <laughs> Who's Bertha? I didn't see a Bertha. Bertha is a new one to me. Barb, you're keeping uh, Billy up at night. <laughs> Bertha Dutton. I would like to meet Bertha Dutton. I feel like she is she is likely a force to be reckoned with, don't you? She's like, oh, yeah, you I'm don't Bertha mess with Bertha. Dutton. That's right. <laughs> Why did you sound like a whale? Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> like, don't, don't you feel like that's how Bertha sounded? Like, Dutton, oh we gosh, had- this is gonna be real. You don't mess with us Duttons. You mess Billy, with John Dutton. You mess you with me, and, Bertha Dutton. You and I have vast, vastly different images of what Bertha currently is, is like. I think I would mess uh, with your Bertha. I, your Bertha does not sound at all like I, I couldn't take her down. I lift weights. Uh, <laughs> well, I think we're in agreement that when Kara Dutton kind of scoffs at the idea of women shaving... Bertha Dutton is on board with what Kara has to say. Like, Amen. Bertha is not going to yes. be the one that's shaving her arms, legs, no. pits, or mustache. Like, she probably, no. of all the Duttons, she might have the most impressive facial uh, hair. 
but I will say to her, to to Barb's to, to circle us back to Barb's point when she says his family. I would say like if I'm just addressing someone else, I mean I might not say Jacob and you and Kara, but family they're a unit, so technically they are a family. Okay, so to rewind back to that, <laughs> a lot of possible answers there. Um, the degree to which Margaret Dutton knows about the kind of family that Jacob and Kara have, like she might just say family because she doesn't know if they have kids. They probably haven't spoken in several years at that point. But that said, she does say family. And if she says family, I think that opens up the possibility that Ned and Chance are indeed Jacob and Kara's kids. We don't know for sure. It hasn't definitely been said. Other people have suggested that it's been actually stated that um, Jacob and Kara don't have kids. Still very much a question mark, but that kind of does lean into the idea that they did have kids who died on the Yellowstone at some point before 1923, which I think fits with the ethos of their characters being sort of tragic and um, uh, well-worn and I don't know, the whole, the whole, the whole tone of the show. Barb, actually, I I realized I didn't really read the rest of her little comment. She said, love your podcast. And hey, what's more fun than trying to figure out all of this before it happens and being wrong half the time? Amen. Can I get an amen? amen. <laughs> Apologies to all Berthas out there who might be listening. I, I'm not sure how many Berthas are left on this earth. <laughs> are they still making but Berthas? if you are listening, let us know. And Billy will send you an affirmation next podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've just I've birthed as that. <laughs> a lot of a lot of birth of hate coming my way. Dang Putting it. us back on the train track over here. Renee, our next one is from Renee, who says, "I'm subscribed to the Only in Your State website, and today's edition featured an article on historical winter weather. Seems like Ter- Taylor did his research." Renee, one of my favorite listeners, she's emailed many times, and this this link she sent is a gem. The Only in Your State website. I guess I don't know what the whole website's about, but it does note that the winter of 1886 to 1887, extremely harsh for the entire country, especially the Western Plains. That would be when Faith uh, Hill's character, Margaret Dutton, supposedly succumbed to a very cold winter. So just just really froze right on up. (laughs) Totally plausible, historically accurate. That's a next detail uh, fact. Applaud Taylor Sheridan for that one. Next one I've got for us is from John, who says, I believe Spencer and Alex are Yellowstone John Dutton's grandparents, and here's why. Ooh. Elsa said only one of her brothers lives to see his children become adults. Naturally, we think Spencer is doomed because Jack, John's son, is engaged to be married, and we're all assuming he's over 18. What's well, this kind of that? rests a little bit on what you what someone means when they say adult. Um, but the problem with uh, that theory is that that takes out a full generation. And Jamie Dutton described John Dutton, Kevin Costner, as a fifth generation rancher. Um, if we remove that generation, he would only be a fourth generation rancher. That's the one flaw in that theory. Um, but we still, as to this point, don't know. It could be Spencer and wife-to-be have a kid who have a kid, and that leads to um, John Dutton's dad and then John Dutton. But um, best theory so far is that it, it all stems from Jack Dutton. Next one we have is from Don who says, Cole Hauser says, you know, we've 
we just finished five, and we've got six and seven coming. We're so excited. From other things I've read, they haven't started filming season five, part two. So how can you say they just finished season five unless they are considering part two as season six? Another Yellowstone genealogy journey or just a plot hole? Question mark. This got everybody really excited. I think Cole Hauser during an interview and on one of these award shows, a red carpet interview said that season six and season seven of the show are coming. Um, I think he somewhat misspoke. I think he was thinking of season five, part one as season five and season five, part two as season six. Mm -hmm. Like we Uh, all think (laughs) he doesn't. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the logical thing, but I mean, Cole Hauser is often, he's not really plugged into like, social media or maybe the narrative of, of how things are going. I just don't think he sort of lives that his life on a computer. Um, so I, th- I think that at the very least though, you can take away, there is one more season of Yellowstone coming after this second half concludes at least one more after that. Who knows? We'll see. I don't think a full season seven is, is guaranteed by any stretch of the imagination. Our friend Steve says, hey there, I thoroughly enjoyed your podcast. It makes episodes of Yellowstone and now 1923 last just a little longer. A couple of questions from the January 9th episode. Wasn't John Dutton also a livestock agent? I'll start. I'll stop right there for that one so we can answer that question first. Uh, Yeah, he was, wasn't he? He was like the head of the livestock agency. That was his job in office. Um and as it turns out, it was a long line of Duttons. We find out in 1923 mm-hmm. that Kara mm-hmm. and Jacob Dutton started that agency mm-hmm. and likely ran it for several decades. And um, so John Dutton certainly was. And then both Jamie and Casey led that agency uh, after him. Steve also says, on the prior episode, I noted Jimmy and Emily were wearing rings. I thought they might have been wedding rings. Do you have any insight on that? I mean, I guess like could have gotten married and we just just move the plot line over along and we just didn't see it hmm. i thought you noticed the same thing though didn't you say that you thought that they had wedding rings on no but i'll take the fact that i said that i, I don't think i did i i said more so their scenes seemed not really important where they were in season five <laughs> but <laughs> maybe i mentioned wedding rings they were engaged at the end of season four of yellowstone right? And now things have moved forward some six to ten months. Certainly plausible that they, they could have gotten married. And I would guess they probably have. Neither one of them seems to me like they're going to be engaged for six months to two years. They're both a little bit older. Jimmy doesn't really have any family, so he has no reason to wait. And she seems to kind of be a, of the quick marrying type as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like the idea that they're married. Um, and in that honeymoon phase, it makes me feel a little bit more comfortable about a scene that was sort of not goofy. It was just kind of a goofy love scene, I guess. <laughs> Wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. But <laughs> I just, I, I don't know why you putting goofy with that. I was like, huh, I don't know if that's a word I would have picked, but that just made me, that made me chuckle. Well, yeah, I, I mean, guess newlyweds do goofy things like. I just like don't use the word goofy a lot. So. <laughs> no, it isn't. But look, like when we got married, like we found it was really cute to like call each other by Mr. and Mrs. our last names, like for like a week or two. Like it was kind of just dorky. And we had been married for a short amount of time, but we had known each other for like 10 years by that point. So it's just kind of dumb married things. I guess. Goofy. Yeah. Goofy. Silly. 
The next one is from Lindsay, who says, this past week, you discussed the Native American boarding school scenes and how that story will fit into the bigger Dutton picture. I'm not sure if this was already mentioned in a previous episode or if I heard it in a future preview, but once Tiana leaves and is on the run, I think she comes across someone who is looking for her, pretty sure someone connected to her family who will help her, but I'm almost positive they address her as Tiana Rainwater which ultimately connects her to the current tribal chairman in current Yellowstone series, Thomas Rainwater, which actually, Billy, interesting, Lindsay, that she brought this up. Um, I also was seeing that I follow just random um, Instagram thread or uh, Instagram accounts uh, on Yellowstone. And a lot of people were pointing that out. I think that's right. I think that's where we're going with this. Mm -hmm. Um, The Rainwater connection ties that story arc to Yellowstone. Now, to the extent to which this story arc intersects with the Duttons on 1923, it's, I mean, it's still very much to be determined. I don't see where those lines intersect yet, mm-hmm. but they could just be setting up sort of that storyline and, and informing us as it pertains to Yellowstone. And I think the reason to do that would be because Yellowstone, the, the Native American plot line in Yellowstone comes back into view within the next season or a season and a half. We've kind right. of said how it's not really going anywhere. Like I think ultimately it, it comes back into view at some point and this would connect it. Um, but I've seen a lot of people talking about the, these scenes with the boarding schools and, and I don't know, I think everybody kind of respects it and likes mm-hmm. it, but not everybody loves watching those scenes. Right. Right. Well, I've even said similar sentiments of, you know, definitely important scenes, but it is, oof, it's hard. It's hard to watch. And you said your wife I've, has to walk out the room. She, yeah, she totally does. And, and a lot of comments on like some of our video content saying the same, but then also a lot of comments from people who have relatives that experienced that. Um, wow. They've, my grandmother told me about this or my mother, or my aunt told mm. me about this. Like, it's been almost like a universally appreciated part of history. Hmm. Um, that's the one thing I would say about 1923 and the conversation about 1923 and even to a certain degree, 1883, like a lot of times in the comments of like YouTube and social media, it's really nasty or negative and people kind of fighting back and forth. There's almost none of that when it comes to 1923. Everybody's like, oh, I didn't know that. Thank you very much for sharing the information. It's like really positive and supportive of encouraging. There's never anybody who's like, ah, oh, what's that woman complaining about? She should just right. appreciate, you know how you kind of get that, but. Everybody's been like, oh, yeah, I, I hated watching this. It was horrible. But thank you very much for the history lesson Taylor Sheridan kind of speak. Interesting of why we didn't see that as much with 1883. And I don't know if, may, well, I was about to say, I don't know if it's because people were so focused on Tim McGraw, Faith Hill. But you could say that also about Harrison Ford and Helen Miram. So I don't know on that. I, I, I mean, I don't want to say there hasn't been any criticism. I, I can think of right off the top of my head, one person who thought Harrison Ford's acting was the worst of his career. Um, but it, it's minimized. It, yeah. The mix, positive to negative, is certain, much, much more positive. We'll have a few more Q&As to read off. But just real quick, as a little bit of a stretcher, if you will, don't forget, if you also would like your uh, – Comments to be mentioned, staff at tasteofcountry.com is where you can send them. You might hear them on a future podcast or Billy and I will try to respond to them. As always, we so greatly appreciate um, the comments and thoughts. It's definitely, it makes it it fun and it it makes it interesting and 
Also, if you are listening on Apple Podcast, if you would leave us a rating and review, it is always greatly, greatly appreciated. In fact, our next two are from their their Apple reviews. Kimmy says, I love listening, but episode titles have contained spoilers. I'm going to have to unsubscribe so it stops spoiling the episodes. Oh, Kimmy, don't don't unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah, my bad on that. I mean, <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to. Go ahead and take the E on that. I um, I I I think I was trying to get right up to that line, or maybe I was overestimating how many people watch it immediate watch a show immediately. So I'll stop doing that, Kimmy, and anybody else who's been annoyed by that. I'll, I'll I'll be a little bit more vague with the episode titles moving forward. There's been a couple of times Apple reviewers have kind of corrected us. Mm. A little bit. I remember early on, one person kind of got on our case about saying the the, the name of our program a little bit repetitively, uh, <laughs> and that was appreciated. Who are we? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right, not necessary. It was it was funny at the time because the guy was so on the nose. But um, okay, Kimmy, understood. And I think you're probably right, so I'm going to stop doing that. I'll find another way to to engage. And then the last one from Apple Podcasts was BC says, the thoughtful recaps, theories, and predictions make me smile. I also really appreciate that when you find out something that contradicts a previous statement or prediction, you share that knowledge with us. Thank you, BC. We try to be humble over here. (laughs) Self-deprecating, I guess is a good word. Well, you almost have to because so much of what we talk about is theorizing, Mm -hmm. you know? True. Um. Overall, we got a, a real cache of positive comments in, in the Apple review section um, and a number of five-star and overall just ratings within the last episode or two episodes. So really appreciate those and keep those coming. And as you can tell, we we, we read them and, and respond mm-hmm. to those reviews as well. And, and they all mean something to us, even if it's um, just a, a lambasting of the job we're doing. Okay, the last one I have for us today is from our YouTube channel uh, in the comment section. This one's from the gamer boneless on YouTube who says that Native American scene was so gratifying. I don't like to see violence on good, decent folks, but revenge that was appropriate. I found it re- relieving to see a cruel person die. One thing, and this is kind of a correction as well. I think we said the actress's name wrong. Jennifer Ely, I think, is how you pronounce it. Um. But I think that comment, it goes back to what I just kind of talked about, like uh, people really enjoyed that. Like it was satisfying to see uh, that woman kind of get her revenge. But I I do think life is going to get pretty tough for her going back to our our mid-season trailer for 1923. It looks like the head of that school, the father, he's on the hunt now. Like he's trying to hunt her down and I maybe even alludes to maybe he's going to torture her friend a little bit to kind of get some information out of her. Um, like, so that storyline is far from over, I think, for Tiona, uh, played by actor Amina Nieves. And remember, this is kind of a final thing on the scene. That actress has never acted before. Like, this is her first role. Amazing. Uh, maybe she's done a couple small things, but she's never had, like, this is the start of her film credits. She's so, killing it. Like, that performance really is, really is, really a, a tremendous job. And it's been, it's been kind of cool to get that lesson of lesson in history. Mm-hmm. Staff at tasteofcountry.com, again, is where you can email us your corrections, your thoughts, your theories. We love to hear them all. Billy, let's remind people real quick before we sign off, 
kind of what our schedule looks like. I know when Sterling has his voice back, hopefully we'll have a, a recap of Yellowstone, kind of our gradings and thoughts on Thursday or potentially next week. Yeah, schedule, I, I, I would like to go weekly, I think. That feels about right during this gap. Um, if there's one thing I learned from episode, season one of our podcast is that when the show takes a break, oftentimes people enjoy taking a little break as well. We are going to recap the first half of Yellowstone and do the grading of the season. And then Sterling also has some insight onto why or why not Kevin Costner might re- be returning for a, a, what would be a season six. So those are the two directions we're headed. Then we have some other interview content that I think we're just going to kind of leak into the different podcasts. I don't know that we'll do a, a full sit down and stop with either the Harrison Ford or the um, Jennifer Ely and, and Amina Nieves interviews. Not at this point, certainly. They're good interviews, but not enough to, I think, carry a full episode of our podcast. Looking forward to it, though. You can find some archive interviews, though, however, with um, actors like Jefferson White, Ryan Bingham. Uh, we did do kind Breck of a full Merrill. sit down with some of the stars of Breck and Merrill was another mm-hmm. good one. Um, just look in the archives and you can find those wherever you podcast. Well, as Billy's favorite word today, as always, Dutton Rules, a Yellowstone 1923 podcast is another goofy Townsend Media podcast. Goofy. Go, 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 go.